0: Yes, indeed. And good morning. We are glad that you are here. Are you glad to be in the house of the Lord? It is a good day. Great worship today and very excited. We're in our second week of our series today, Cruising Route 22. Then the little tagline there, if you can read on the screen, 2022, Driving and Thriving with Jesus. At the will. That's our goal. My goal for me and for you as your spiritual pastor and leader uh, is to help us get through 2022, not just surviving, but thriving. And the key to that is our Savior Jesus Christ at the will of our lives. I am certain, probably because of 2020 and all that it was, and frankly, 2021 and all that it was, I kind of look at 2022. Um, And realize that it will probably be, um, this Route 22 will probably be a challenging, listen, and spiritually dangerous route. 2022 will be a challenging and spiritually dangerous route for the believer in Jesus Christ. This is one of those messages. I I really thought this was kind of a cute idea. I really like for the titles to be engaging as well as the series, thought-provoking. But as I studied this message, I realized it was far more than cute. It is essential. And I really hope that you will take the time today. If you're kind of old-fashioned, get your paper and your pencil out. Be prepared to write a few notes. If you're more in the techie world, open up that UVersion app that's advertised right there. Get in there under events and find our worship event. And there, hit be sure to hit save. And did you know that by the way? When you hit save on that, that thing will be there forever. And so you can come back in three months and say, What did what did the scripture say about that that day? And it'll all be right there. So I hope you will do that. Because listen, I care for you, and I understand this is not just a cute message, this is a keystone message. For us as believers because again 2022 route 22 could be challenging and perhaps spiritually dangerous for us this world and speaking of dangerous roads we have the title tale of the dragon Um, some of you are familiar with this okay but it's over by Pigeon Forge. Um, it's a, really a U.S. I think it's, I think it's like Highway 129, um, but it's, it's an 11-mile journey, all right? Um, it has no intersecting roads, so there's no traffic besides the ones going you know, the way of the road. Um, it's, it's 11 miles long, and in that 11 miles, there are 318 curves, 318 curves. It is known as one of the most challenging and dangerous roads in America. Now, you ask, well, who would go on that road? Well, people who ride motorcycles and people who drive sports cars love it. Love it. They think it's a great challenge. And I had the privilege of going on the Dragon Tail, or Tell the Dragon or the Dragon, known by several names, um, about three years ago with several of my friends. Um one being Rod Wallace and he was actually the owner of the vehicle. Um that I, th- Eli, I throw that slide up there. There's the car we were in, the actual car. Um it's a 2010 Dodge Challenger RT with a whopping 375 horsepower. Ooh, 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 ooh. 375 horsepower, and it certainly was that day, and I know he's taken it several times down there, a dragon slayer. It was a wonderful, fun experience. Any, any rumors you hear of me, they put me in the front seat, of me squealing like a girl are not true. However, I will say this, I am sure my eyes bugged out several, several times. But also, I will say this, I felt safe. I felt safe. I knew Rod had driven this car on that road several, several times. And this is one of the first things I want you to remember. Um, When you're on a dangerous road, when you're on a challenging road, such as Tale of the Dragon, uh, as you do life, okay, there's three things that you really need to be aware of. Okay, You need to write these down. Uh, Number one is you need to know your limits. You need to know your limits. I know often we go through life spiritually, and we think, we get in a situation and we think this, I can handle it. One of the greatest things that can happen in your life is that you will come to a conclusion that you can't handle it. Which leads to the second thing. You need to know your limits and you need to know your car's limits. You know, again, Rod has driven this particular vehicle many times on the tail of the dragon. He knew how that 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 2010 Dodge Challenger RT 375 horsepower. He knew exactly how it was going to respond, and we need to do life that way. You need to know your limits, but you also need to know the limits of your God. You say the limits of your God? Yeah. Here's what you're going to discover when you examine the limits of your God: you're going to find out He's limitless. Now, you have have all kind of limits, okay? But your God, the God you serve, the God we worship, the God who reached down from heaven and forgave your sins, Jehovah God has no limits. The third thing, the third thing you need to understand when you're driving on a challenging and dangerous road, such as the tale of the dragon is, you need to know the road. You need to know the road. Again, Rod had driven that. He knew exactly what curves were coming up, okay? And that gave him the advantage of being able to navigate that dangerous road. Now, here's the deal. As you navigate 2022, all right, this uh, challenging and potentially spiritually uh, dangerous road, you don't know the road. But you know someone who does know the road, and that is your God your God. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord and he delights in that path. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Don't lean into your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. So those are three crucial things as we go through and navigate Tell of the Dragon but also our life. Our tell of the Dragon called 2022. Now the question then becomes, you know, what happens if you don't do that? What happens if you don't? Well, at the end of the, of the trail, um, there is a tree there. And it's a memorial to those who didn't know their limits, who did not know the limits of their vehicle, and did not know the road. It's called It's called the Tree of Shame and Regret. And this particular tree is for the motorcycle riders. Almost all those parts on that tree are what's left... From guys who didn't know their limits, who didn't know the limit of their bike, or didn't know the road. And what's going to happen in 2022 if we try to do life without God, if we try to do life not knowing our limits, not knowing the limits of our God, and not knowing the road, we may find some of our lives hanging on the tree of shame. Um, there might well be a marriage hanging on. On the tree of shame and regret. There might be a broken relationship with your children. There might be a shattered testimony. There might be shattered character. There might be legacy that never was what it could have been. So we need to be aware that we need to know our limits. We know the limits of our God. And we know the road that he's calling us to travel. You know, one of my favorite movies, and it's old now, I confess. Not like Gone with the Wind old, but old, you know, was the movie Red October. Um, it's, it's a kind of a spy nuclear submarine kind of thing. And, and the guy in there, and his name uh, was Scott Glenn. He was playing the role of the captain of a U.S. nuclear submarine. And he's basically heading straight toward a Russian submarine. And so they're coming head to head. And, and the guys are saying, his, his uh, chief is saying, uh, sir, uh, sir, uh, sir. And he says in the movie, what the quote there says, you know, the hard part about playing chicken chicken is knowing when to flinch. The hard part about playing chicken. And when you go through the dragon tail or the tail of the dragon, you, you, there are times you need to know when to flinch. You've got to know when to hit the gas. You've got to know when to hit the brake. And you've got to know what to do next. You've got to know what to do. When do you break? When do you and when when do you quit? When do you flinch? You know, you're going into a curve and you're going, Raj, you're going too fast. You know, what do you do? You've got to know when to flinch. You've got to know when to call it off. And that is so again true in your life. You need to know when to hit the gas. You need to go know when to hit the brake. You need to know when to call it off. You know, one of the things that God gave me, and I really mean that, by the way. That's not just a cute saying. Uh, God spoke to me one day. I was preparing to preach a message. It's been months ago now, uh, but I never forgot it. In fact, i prayed almost every Sunday now. Is God, help me not to walk when I need to run, and help me not to run when I need to walk. And that's a great thing to carry, for you to carry, into 2022. God, as I journey with you, as I do the tale of the dragon called 2022, help me not to walk when I need to run, and help me not to run when I need to walk. Help me to know when I should flinch. You know, there's a great scripture in Proverbs chapter 6, verse 27 and 28. You know, again, it kind of goes back to, you know, what happens, you know, if you don't do this. You know, we we all think that, that we are the exceptions to the rules. That, that we can do life like we did five years ago, and we're going to make it. In tw- Listen, because we made it in 2017, we figured we're going to be able to make it in 2022. Those years are different. The culture is different. The time is different. The economy is different. Everything's different. So you really, really need to be aware. You won't be the exception. So anyway, here's what 627-28 says. You know, can a man scoop a flame into his lap and not have his clothes catch on fire? This is Solomon speaking. So, can, can a man take a, a, a pan of coals and dump them in his lap and have his clothes not catch fire? And I'm saying, forget the clothes. What about him? What about him? I remember Judy when she was dating me before we were married. You know, we had those, you know, a house, a wood frame house in South Georgia, and we didn't have central heat. I didn't have central heat growing up. You know, she had a gas burner. And she backed up to that gas burner. And while she did not catch on fire, she had a brand new polyester skirt on that literally melted next to her in the back. Okay? So the bottom line is, no. No. You can't scoop a flame into his lap. You can't do life like you think you can without God and not have your clothes catch on fire. Not have you get burned. Um, can he walk on hot coals and not blister his feet? No. No, you can't. Well, Dwayne, Dwayne, what happens? Well, Eli, let's go back and show them one more time. Yep, there it is. This is what happens. When you think you're the exception, when you think you can bring fire, you can play with fire and bring it into your life and not get burned, when you think you can walk on a bed of coals and not get your feet blistered, when you do that, you end up with this. You end up in 2022 hanging on the tree of shame. With those things that I mentioned earlier, the broken marriages, the broken homes, a lack of integrity, character gone, legacy legacy splattered. That's what you end up with in that. So, so we need at all costs to avoid that. So here's, here's our teaching point. Here's our teaching point. Number one, you know, there are no exceptions. You need to write that down. If you didn't write that you need to write that down. Because we go through life thinking, well, it won't happen to me. I can do it. No, no, there are no exceptions. You play with fire, and you're going to get burnt. Play with fire, and you're going to get burnt. In fact, play with sin if you think you must, but know something. Take it to the bank. Know something. There will be consequences. When you you take a drive on the tail of the dragon... Okay? And you think you're the exception and you can push it too far and you can, you can mash the gas when you need to brake and you fail to brake when you should. You think, well, I'll make it. No, you won't. Look what happened to this guy. This is a, this is a Ferrari. It's an it's over $100,000 vehicle. This car, this car was designed for roads like Tale of the Dragon. And I'm sure the driver there, you know, thought he was a very qualified driver. And yet this this multi hundred thousand dollar made for the tail of the dragon car ends up upside down on the tail of the dragon. What happened? Well, I don't think it really was the limits of the car as much as it was his limits because there's a section of the road there and it has a name and I don't remember the name, but the bottom line is the road dips. And those who drive this know you have to hit the brake. It's not a place to hit the gas. Apparently, he didn't know that because he was going very fast when he hit this, and he went airborne, and the car flipped, and there it is right there. So understand this. There are no exceptions. You play with fire, you're going to get burned. If you play with sin, there will be consequences, and they can be pretty, strat- pretty big. <laughs> Some words you just leave all on the floor, folks. Some words just leave on the word. Now, now again, there's, a, there, there's just so many key verses today, and Psalm one nineteen nine is one of them. I mean, really, it's a key. If you're saying, "Well, Dwayne, how do we do twenty twenty then? How do we how do we manage twenty twenty two? Okay, um, successfully? Well, God gives us an answer. He gives us lots of answers, but this is a good one. In Psalm one nineteen nine. He asked the question, how can a young man keep his way pure? Well, let's help you there. How can an old man keep his way pure? How can a woman, how can a child, a boy or a girl, how can a student, how can a teenager, how can we, we, how can we keep our way pure? And the answer is so simple and yet so true. Because he says, by keeping Your Word. The answer is, how do we navigate 2022? How do we drive this tale of the dragon called 2022 successfully? How do we survive and thrive on this curvy, challenging, and perhaps spiritually dangerous road? By keeping the Word of God. It's just so hugely important. Write these three words down. They're crucially important. Number one is this. You survive the road. By knowing the word, knowing the word, you can't, you can't survive on what you get from this stage every week. And I don't care who the teacher is. You cannot survive from what you hear on this stage week by week, regardless of who the teacher is. And I'm going to go a step further. Some of you will go home and you'll watch another church service. And that is so good and right. Be careful what you choose. But if you choose a good service, that's true. That's good. That's wholesome. But you can't even survive with that. You have got to become a personal student of the Word of God. You have got to have time every day in the Word of God personally studying it. Okay, but then we're going to go one step further. You now you have to, should be knowing the word of God. You need to be stowing the word of God, stowing the word of God. In other words, you not know, only got to get the, the word in your head. You've got to get it in your heart. You've got to stow the word of God. And here's the reason why, you know, we live, we live in a great age of technology Okay, and most of us have a, a smartphone, and we carry that smartphone with us. And thanks to U version, uh, again, one of the most powerful tools here is for you and for me to know the Word of God. You know, we got U version, and fortunately, we can pull that out. But what are you going to do when you don't have your phone? What are you going to do when it's just you're out there and you're on your own? That's when stowing the Word of God pays off. That's when Satan throws a temptation your way. You're on the road to Tale of the Dragon in 2022. And Satan throws a temptation. And boom! You've got a scripture. You've got a scripture. There is so much power in the Word of God. Now again, I'm not a great scriptural, a scripture memorizer. But I've got several, several key ones that will help me through difficult times. You need to do that. You need to have some key scriptures Okay, in your life that you can call from memory that has been stowed in your heart. You can call from memory that will help you in difficult times. So it comes by knowing, by by knowing the Word of God, by stowing the Word of God, and by growing in the Word of God. What do you mean by that, Dwayne? I mean, not only do we have to know it and then get it in our heart, we have to apply it. Growing in the Word of God of God. You know, you can know all the theology and all the doctrine you want, but if you don't apply what you learn, it's pretty much useless to you. I mean, you may impress a few people if you know the theology or the doctrine, but what is it going to do to rescue you? What What is it going to do when you're facing a hard curve on the tail of the dragon called 2022? What's it going to do for you if you don't apply that? I mean, I am so glad you guys come to church. It's so hugely important, but more important than just filling a chair is applying what you hear. It's, what you, it's applying what you learn at home. It's applying what you learn here. And that's applying that in your life. You need to do that. So, so how, how can we keep our way pure? How can we do the tale of the dragon? How can we do 2022? By keeping his word. It's really, it's really not as hard as we think it is. Well, we want to get part of a story of a young man who didn't do that very well. So I, I find it very interesting. Very interesting. Um, it starts in Proverbs 7, 6, and 7. Okay? This is, we're going to assume Solomon wrote most of Proverbs, so we're going to assume Solomon wrote this. Okay? So at the window of my house, I looked through my lattice. Okay? They didn't have glass, okay? so they had like a, kind of like that, that square stuff you see on people's uh, porches sometimes. So he looked through this lattice work that he had over his window. And here's what he saw. It. I saw among the inexperienced, I noticed among the youth. So the first thing he sees and tells us is that he saw some inexperienced people. In this case, they happen to be young. They happen to be youth. Okay? Now, here's the bottom line. You know, we need to remember. Parents, grandparents, you need to remember this and help your kids. You know, your kids, um, if they're young, have not had time to gain the experience they need. And so, one of the greatest challenges you have as a parent is to guide your kids until they gain the experience they need. Nowhere is that more important than in the area of God. You need to guide, because your children perhaps have not grown enough, you need to guide your children until they gain their personal experience. See, there's two ways to gain experience uh, there's one is to do it, but the second is to learn it from someone who did. The first is to do it. And and again, when a child is even six or seven years old, there's part of that they're going to be able to do, okay? But they also need to look at your life, mom, dad, grandmas, grandpas. They need to look at your life and see how you did it. And you need to tell them how you did it. And it works on the darker side. You know, we you know, children, not too many, too many teenagers, learn about alcohol the wrong way. They learn about DUIs by doing it. You know what's better than learning about DUIs by doing it? It's by you sitting down and saying, let me tell you what I did when I was 17. I was stupid. And I got pulled over. I got charged with a DUI and I lost my license for six months and it cost me and my mom and dad thousands of dollars. And if the young person is smart, they'll listen to that and go, oh, that's something I don't want to do. Now, I know teenagers, and in fact, can I just be honest, it's not just teenagers, it's people. We, again, think we're going to be an exception. It may happen to you, but it's not going to happen to me. Well, Solomon saw these guys, and they were inexperienced, okay? But they seem to say, I know that I don't know. And one of the best things we can do in life is to determine, wait a minute, I know that I don't know. We get into trouble when we say, I know that I don't know. But who cares? We'll just take a shot at it anyway. And that's what happens. I saw among the inexperienced, I noticed among the youths, a young man lacking sense. A young man that probably said, I know I don't know, but I don't care. I don't care. And and by the way, just, just for the record, you, you know where you end up at? Hey, Eli, I know it's out of order. Can you throw my little tree up there again? Yeah, this is where you end up. When when, when you lack sense, when you know that you don't know, but you say, I don't care. When when you know I shouldn't call her tonight. When when you know she's going to be at the water cooler and you go anyway. When you know the company, you hope the company won't find out, but you take it anyway. You know, whatever those things are, this is where you end up. On the tree of shame and regret. Regret. And this young man, this young person basically said, I don't care. He was lacking sense. He he simply didn't care what was going to happen. Now, Proverbs two three, Proverbs 22:3 says this: A prudent person, a wise person, a sensible person foresees danger and then takes precautions. Okay, write this down. Underline this in your Bible. This is huge. Um, You know, have you ever been driving in the snow? We just had snow on Thursday. Have you ever been driving in the snow and there's somebody about 100 yards in front of you and all of a sudden you see them do this? And that's it. You say, oh, 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 there must be a slick spot coming up. So if you're sensible, what do you do? You slow down. You slow down. You see that. You see that. You know, when you see a car taking a curve, like like you're on the um, tail of the dragon, and the car in front of you seems to lose the rear end, the rear end starts sliding out. Oh, Oh, what do you do? You hit the brake. It's time to brake. It's not time to accelerate. Keep doing what you are doing now, and you'll end up on the tree of regret and shame. Okay? But no, no, no. You see that, and you slow down. You slow down. So a prudent person, a wise person, foresees danger... And then takes precautions, but look what this says: the simpleton goes blindly on and suffers the consequences. This isn't this isn't the person. This isn't a person who lacks experience. He may lack experience, but this is the one who says, "Who cares? Casera, sirrah, whatever happens, happens." It's really funny. This word, simpl- simpleton, translates. I bet you know this. translates foolish. The foolish goes blindly on and he suffers the consequences. Wow. That is like way mega big. Now, there's a great scripture that I like a lot, and it's not in your notes, so be sure and grab this. Um, it's Psalm 14.1. Psalm 14.1. And, and here's what it says. It says, um, The fool, the fool says in his heart, There is no God. The fool says in his heart, there is no God. Now, you hear me, I teach this at least a couple times a year. It's that important. Um, that scripture, if, if you've got, I know the King James and perhaps some of the other translations. If you'll look at it, you know, it says the fool says in his heart, and you'll see the words there is, and there are in italics. And what that means is that there was not Greek there for it to be translated from The English translators added it for readability. For readability. So, with that case, the verse, if you took that out, the verse would sound like this. The fool says in his heart, no God. No God. The fool says in his heart, no God. And one of the most dangerous things, now listen to me, one of the most dangerous things you can do in 2022, as you drive this challenging road called 2022, is simply to tell God, no. They're, they even have a term for that. And it's a very popular term in Christian circles. You know what it's called? Practical atheism. It is someone who says, I believe in God. And we could probably add to that, I read the Bible. I have a quiet time. I give an offering. I go to church. They say they believe in God and even have some disciplines that would indicate they believe in God. But the bottom line is their life's lived, their life is lived as if there is no God. That's what the simpleton is doing. He sees the danger, but he goes blindly on and then suffers the consequences. Listen, look at me. Don't do this in 20. Don't do it, period. Don't do it in 23. Don't do it in 24. Don't do it in 25. Don't do it today. Don't do it tomorrow. You don't want to live and say, I believe in God, but your faith doesn't match that. To do so is to invite the consequences, and the consequences are the tree of shame and regret. Broken lives, broken characters, marriages, legacy loss. We don't want and should not want to do that. Now, as we move on in verse, uh, verse, I'm sorry, uh, teaching point. I'm sorry, Eli, I lost my point for a moment. All right, here's our teaching point. Unfortunately, common sense is not too common. You know, there's, there's a lot of people who are super intelligent, but they wrestle with common sense. But in the world of spirituality, common sense is not too common. I've done this now for 40 years. I've been a Jesus guy for 45 years. And I'm going to tell you that there are times that I just simply did not exercise spiritual common sense. I did things that made no sense. I've done it, and guess what? You have too. And you know people who have. You may have a time last week when you made a conscious decision to disobey God and just wasn't common sense. Now, Harriet Beecher Stowe says this. Common sense is seeing things as they are and doing things as they ought to be. That is really good. You know, the first part, when she says common sense is seeing things as they are, that's reality. So common sense is the ability to see your reality in 2022. Your reality in 2022 will not be the same as 2021 nor 2020 or the promised land 2019 before COVID. Okay, So you need to be able to look at your reality. What is your life right now? What is your future right now? What are the habits that are in place? What are the disciplines that are in place? What is your reality? Not what you hope it will be. Not what you wish it was. Be honest enough, common sense sense. Be honest enough to look at your life and see the reality of what it is. Where do you need to strengthen? What do you need to strengthen spiritually in your life? And then she goes on and says, and doing things as they ought to be. So not only do we see reality, we write this down, we respond appropriately. We respond appropriately. I just I'm gonna throw these out. You know, you're at work, and there she is again. You find yourself at the water cooler again, and you're feeling this temptation. What's the idea? What's the proper response? Find another place to get a drink of water. I'll never forget in the movie, I think it was Courageous, I believe it was. No, Fireproof, that's what it was. And the dude was addicted to pornography. And I'll never forget the scene where he throws his computer out the door and beats it with a baseball bat. Whatever it takes to respond appropriately in 2022, respond appropriately. Make sure that you respond in a way that God is pleased with. Yes, church. Yes, Bible reading. Bible application. Living for and like Jesus. That is what God wants for us to be and to do. Now. We've got about five minutes left, and we can go a little bit longer because it's second service. Um, but, but in Proverbs 7, 8, and 9, we kind of pick up the story. Remember, the simpletons were there, or the, the youth were there and the inexperienced. but one guy had no sense whatsoever, okay? Well, let's pick up his story. The Bible says in verse 8 and 9 that this one that had no sense whatsoever, crossing the street near her house, he strolled down the road to her house. So this one that lacks total common, common sense is strolling, and it's like a nonchalant, calm, no care in the world. He's, he's heading down the street, oh, oh, ooh, oh, toward her house. Now, I told my wife, I want to make this very clear. This scripture, and there's a lot more here, in order to keep it PG, I didn't bring it in, okay? But the bottom line is this is not about a woman of ill repute. This is about sin, the guy has nothing to do really with her being a prostitute. It has everything to do with sin. So, so ladies, men, it's us. And it's all us. So crossing the road near her corner, he strolled down the road to her house, intentionally going into a dangerous situation. Be, be careful. In 2022, you don't intentionally go into, into dangerous situations. Make sure you don't. And, and this is so good. In verse 9, at twilight in the evening and the dark of night. Now, I missed this at first, but I really, I always saw, I always saw a a degradation there, you know, twilight, evening, and dark of night. Do you see that? It was dusk, it was early evening where it's almost totally dark, and then dark of night. Do you see that degradation there, that, that going down? Okay, I got that. But here's what I didn't get. I really think it was three trips. I think this, he did it, Oh, my goodness, this is good. First group didn't get this one. Okay. He did it once, and then it was easier to do it twice. And he did it twice, it was easier to do it three times. And each time, it was more dangerous. You know, twilight, evening, and the dark of night. Oh, my. Be careful. When you do something once, it's easier to do it twice. When it's easier to do it twice, it's easier to do it three times. Be careful. Be careful. Satan wants your marriage. Satan wants your life. Satan wants your God relationship. And if you're not careful in 2022, you're going to end up with your life hanging on the tree of shame and regret. You're going to find, you know, find things that were so valuable to you gone. Gone. It's just so, so important. So be careful. You know, David. Why was David on the roof anyway? We're going to talk about that, I think, next week, so I won't go very much there. But, but why wasn't David? Why wasn't David out being a king? Why wasn't he out being a commander? Why was he on the roof anyway? And he had opportunities. You'll hear it next week. He had opportunities to walk away, and he didn't. Be careful. Be careful. At twilight, in the evening, and in the dark of night. These things are so dis. And I like to say, it can happen. It can happen anywhere in any way. Now, now here's a teaching point for us that says this. Go ahead and throw it over there, Eli. If I'm in the right place, I might not be. <laughs> Eli's got there going, where are you going? <laughs> you know, our teaching point, listen. Okay, can someone say red flag? Yeah, yeah. See, this, this should have been a red flag. I mean, and, and I know he's senseless, but where's his buds at? And maybe his buds should have been there going, dude, don't do this. Don't do this. And listen, write this down. We live in a red flag culture. Everywhere we go, there are opportunities for red flags. Whether it's the internet, whether it's the movie theater, whether it's at work, wherever it is, it is a red flag culture. And this was so obvious. I mean, we would sit there today and going, how can he be so stupid? Can we be honest? How can we be so stupid sometimes? How can he be so sinful? How can we be so sinful sometimes? Well, this has... Disaster written all over it. When, when he did the 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 you know the twilight, the evening, and the dark of night, it was a parade of bad decisions. And when you see yourself making a parade of bad decisions, be careful. Man, it's a red flag. God's waving a red flag. And saying, don't don't go there. Don't go there. Just remember, you don't have to be a fool to be foolish. There have been a lot of good men of God who unfortunately learned that lesson the hard way. I mean, good men of God acted very foolishly. A lot of good husbands and wives and children have acted foolishly. Now fortunately, there's another triplet in Psalm one that really, in a positive way, reinforces what we need to know today. And Psalm one one, he says, Oh the joys, oh the happiness, okay? Um, see this was a when you heard when you saw the, the twilight in the evening, the, the darkness, it's like a foreboding thing. If there was music playing it began darker and harder. Well here it's light. Oh the joys. Oh, the happiness of those who do not follow the advice of the wicked or stand around with sinners or join in them with mockers. Now, this is really good in the King James. I can't get it exactly right. But, oh, the joys of those who do not walk with the wicked, stand around with sinners, or sit with the mockers. Good verbiage. Good verbiage. Again, you see the, the progression. First, they're walking. Then they're standing and talking, and then they're sitting down. And, and don't miss what he says. The psalmist says, the psalmist says, oh, the joy. Oh, the joys that this does not happen. Oh, the joy. So, so we have this choice. We, we have this triplet, okay, but we have the choice. We find ourselves walking down wrong paths, standing with the wrong people, and then all of a sudden sitting with the wrong people. Beware, consequences are coming. Consequences are coming. So we need to be aware of that. So, what's our big take home? Eli, throw up that old tree one more time. That's it. What's the big picture, Dwayne? Dwayne, what are you trying to tell me? I'm trying to tell you, don't hang your life. On the tree of shame and regret. And, and listen, if I was talking to a bunch of people out in the world, they would probably say, but I have no choice. I, I don't have the power not to. I've tried this, Dwayne. You know, religion doesn't work. Boy, it doesn't. Church doesn't work, not by itself. But Jesus does. Jesus does. We, we have the option, we have the option of whether we end up on the tree of shame and regret are living victoriously for christ 2022 has the potential of being a dangerous and challenging year spiritually okay however with jesus we can thrive and drive with him behind the wheel Uh, so it's about time we do our little decision thing And, and here's the deal if you're here today and um you've never heard this jesus thing about jesus being the answer and Jesus helping. Um, My friend Brent's going to be standing down front. And boy, I would love for you to come and talk with him. And we'll tell you about Jesus and how he came and how he died and how he resurrected. So that ordinary people like us can have forgiveness of sins. And if you're watching on Facebook, people just like you could have forgiveness, could have eternal life, and could have the help we need to navigate 2022. We'd love to tell you about that. And I happen to know there's some other decisions that might be made today. I'm excited about that. The altar is open if you'd like to come. We have some folks who'd love to pray with you. But this is your time to do what God wants you to do with what you heard today. Let's pray. Well, Father, thank you so very, very much for your love and mercy and grace. God, I thank you for allowing me to share this truth. I thank you for giving this truth to me. And, Father, I pray I'll have the common sense to apply it to my life. I pray, Father, uh, that we will know our limits. That we'll understand that you are God without limits. And that you can show us the road. I pray, Father, we'll have the sense to to know your word, to stow your word, and to grow in your word. I pray we will choose to, to learn from our mentors around us. So we don't have to go through the pain and shame of a broken life. And let us never forget, Father, the tree of shame and regret. I'm grateful that with you and your power, we don't have to have that destiny. We can be free and victorious. So this time is your time. And Jesus, we pray it in your precious name.